A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. This is Wild World on Money FM 89.3 with Neil Humphreys as we discuss wacky things that have happened in the world, whether it's weather, whether it is natural or unnatural phenomenon, animals. I love this one. We've got um, everything Neil. this week. We've got everything, everything this week. I should just give you a bit of background because, as I mentioned, I was uh, had a body surfing trip to Phuket this week. And uh, how was that? It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, being an Aussie and growing up in Sydney, I miss miss being in in the in the surf. You know, catching waves. Unfortunately, the waves aren't great this time of year. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I mean, they're not Aussie waves, are they? No, there aren't. But if you go at the right time of year, they can be pretty good. Okay. So I did get out there and enjoy it. Um, you know, being in Phuket. You see jet skis everywhere. You <laughs> I've been them. on them. And I remember looking at it, Neil, uh, this week. Uh, I was just there for a couple of days, and I remember looking how quickly it can go. It's like mm. just, you know, you kind of get transfixed. You see it out there on the horizon, and, and they, they bring them in at, uh, at sunset. So I, for some reason, I'm thinking about jet skis this week, and I very rarely think about jet skis. And then you send me this story. Yes. A British fugitive nabbed near Australia and Papua New Guinea and he attempted to flee Australia on a jet ski, travelling at almost 150 kilometres per hour across the Torres Strait. No, that's Strait. how far he travelled. He travelled almost 150 kilometres. Oh, I see, kilometers. I see, I see, yeah. Armed with a crossbow. And he's a 57-year-old who was had an outstanding warrant for drug-related charges in Western Australia. So that's a long way from the Torres Strait in Queensland. Yeah. And uh, Singaporeans will know that uh, Australia has that uh, the sort of northeast where uh, Queensland is, and it goes up towards Papua New Guinea. How on earth? He almost got there. He was that close arriving in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, 150 kilometers. I've been on jet skis. I've been on jet skis in Malaysia. I've been on jet skis in uh, Batam. If you go a kilometer out of shore, you're terrified. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like you're you're, you're in a big, vast ocean and you're going to pass, uh, you know, big cruise ships and things. Yes, that's an extraordinary distance and there are photographs and I recommend anybody looking up these photographs because, as you say, he's, he's got uh, containers of fuel, he's got clothing, he's yeah. got food and he's got this James Bond-esque <laughs> crossbow. What he thinks this crossbow is for, I do not know. Is he going to spear sharks or fish mm, with it? Mm. or I don't know. It's absolutely mad. So he goes 150 kilometres, right? But this is the funny part. The second he left the, sh- the shore, this British man mm. wanted for drug charges, as you mentioned, in yeah. Western Australia. Yeah, which the is a long other side, way away. To put it into geographical context, he's left in the, as you say, the north eastern tip, western tip of, uh, of Australia, a uh, northeastern tip yeah, of Australia. Yeah. But the distance between that and Western Australia is like most of Europe. It's like going from Moscow to London. Yeah, exactly. Probably so further. He's covered all of that distance anyway to escape. Western Australia. He's got on a jet ski with a crossbow. He thinks, oh, I'm free and clear. But, but what he didn't realise, David James Jackson, that's his name, 57 mm. years old, a British mm. man, obviously. Yep. David James Jackson, look, look him up, see the photographs, because when he left, right, they were monitoring him the whole time. <laughs> so this idea, I've done it, I've got away, I'm free. I just imagine these coppers like on the radar going, yep. 
He's 20 kilometres. <laughs> silly so-and-so. Yep, he's 30 kilometres silly. We're just wait till he gets closer to the... There's no point giving chase, right? No. He can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's going to run out of petrol. So, that, yeah, we'll just wait till he gets to Papua New Guinea and then we'll sweep him up. So I've got this guy going, I'm free. I'm yeah, free and yeah. clear. <laughs> Five kilometres, six kilometres, seven kilometres. They're just watching him the yeah, whole time. They're tracking time. him. They knew exactly that. And I love some of the quotes from the police officers about Brilliant. they were really impressed at his, uh, I mean, how gung-ho he was. Well, the best one, my favourite one, two things. Queensland police have the greatest names on earth. This policeman <laughs> is called Jock O'Keefe, right? <laughs> Jock, Jock O'Keefe. O'Keefe. <laughs> you might as well call him Mr. Scotty Scottison, right? <laughs> No, Millie Scott is Irishman, right? So the Scots-Irish Aussie, Jock O'Keefe, said in a press conference where if Mm. you've ever seen Singaporean police officers or British Mm. or even American police officers, they tend to be quite robotic, quite slick, quite PR, quite on message. He goes, yeah, he gave it a red hot go. (laughs) (laughs) He gave it a red hot go was his official quote for the media. He gave it a red hot go, mate. (laughs) You're not in the bar drinking beers with your pals. You're giving a press conference to international media. Jock O'Keefe, Mr. Scots Irish, said, yeah, he gave it a red hot go. <laughs> this, I love remind, it. this reminds me of Catch You, Catch Me If You Can. Remember that um, film that came out a few years ago? Oh, brilliant film. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio yeah, and yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks. Yes. True story. Yeah, and I love story. I love. I mean, The Fugitive. I love these stories when someone's on the run. Yeah. It just, I guess, I'm mean, intrigued by it. And then to imagine this 57-year-old Brit on a jet ski... <laughs> <laughs> with a crossbow, crossbow and uh, you know, being chased by the, the Queensland police. But you make a good comparison there because, um, and his name will come to me in a minute, but the character Leonardo DiCaprio play, incidentally, was a masterful uh, forger, con mm. man, now works for security companies and is a yeah. multimillionaire, right? Um, so he would have all these elaborate schemes. He would get the Pan Am uh, Airways yes. f- uh, uniforms. And he'd walk with other flight attendants That's the right. women and all that. And, and he'd he would blend in with them. He would manufacture checks and he would mm. uh, photostat them and copy them and yeah. forge them. This guy, crossbow boat, two <laughs> bottles of fuel, I'm James Bond. You know? And he got Mr. Irish Scotsman chasing him, <laughs> giving it a red hot go. Yeah. And he even said, he said, it's a bit unusual to try and get from Punson Bay all the way to PNG. That's Mr. O'Keefe. He stuck out like the proverbial. (laughs) (laughs) Which he did. Which he did. I'm sure there's going to be a film made about him. So this has been Wild World right here on Money FM with Neil Humphreys. More from him in a minute.